Hello, welcome back to the podcast, The Goddess Journals. I am your host, as always, Maggie Pugh. If you listened to last week's episode, you would have heard about how I'm having a bit of a hard time recently. I've been out of my routines, unhappy with some situations, and just out of alignment with my energy and my soul. And I know the energy collectively has been heavy recently. So I know I'm not alone in this. And a lot of you did reach out to me to say, hey, I'm with you. Life is kind of hard right now. And hopefully it does start to get better as we step into new energy, as planets come out of retrograde, and just as we realize that we're having a hard time, sometimes can help the most to start to shift out of it, start to change your circumstances or whatever you need to do. But when you are feeling this way, it can be really easy to feel out of touch with your spiritual practices, to feel out of touch with the things that feed your soul and and not necessarily have the stamina or the effort to do these big spiritual full moon rituals or half an hour of meditation every day and these long dreamy morning routines. So today on the note of a lot of us feeling heavy, of a lot of us feeling out of alignment and a lot of us feeling like we're just having a hard time, I wanted to talk about some easy spiritual tips, easy spiritual practices you can do. Sometimes people will call it mundane spirituality or mundane witchcraft, where it can just be spirituality witchcraft that can be worked into your day-to-day life. Some of the practices I have today are that, and then some of them are just some really simple routine practices you can get into, but I have five today that I really want to get into that I think is a beautiful balance of energy, spirituality work, and more witchcraft ritual spell work, sort of. So really woo-woo, and then a little bit more grounded, I would say, in that mindset work of it, with a little bit of energy and magic (laughs) sprinkled in because I know no other way. So with that being said, let's just jump into today's episode. But before we do, if you're looking for a big energetic boost, I do want to let you know that my signature three-week program, Aura Elevation, is on sale right now for its third round. I run this program with the amazing, amazing souls and spiritual practitioners and just close, close friends of mine, Shine with Sophie and Rise with Carly. We've done two rounds already and they have been outstanding every single time. This is a mini challenge, mini program. It's three weeks to kick your energy back into gear, to heal spiritually, and to not only find a spiritual community that will hold you and lift you up because it happens every single time. The community aspect is like no other, but also to get a better understanding of your energy, of yourself, and what spirituality works for you and what kind of practices don't. We dip our feet in Reiki, past lives, astrology, energy healing, confidence work, and most of all, chakra work because the program is around the chakras. So we take three days with each chakra. One is a ground. So we're grounding into that energy. We're getting rooted into it. We're figuring out what it means. The next day will be the magic 
challenge, which is to expand, to find the magic, to get a little more woo-woo. And then there's an integration day to catch up. There'll be a spiritual cookbook where you can cook for that chakra or just learn about it and do your own practices. It's totally up to you. Or you can just take it as a rest day. We'll have three live workshops with recording. Sophie is doing a high vibrational safety workshop. Carly is doing a Reiki circle to heal your masculine, feminine, yin, yang, light, dark energies. And I will be taking you through a past life regression. And if you can't make the past life regression, we have a intuition workshop for you to strengthen your own intuition. And that is just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much jam packed into this program and it is only $49. Not $49 per week, not $49 a day, $49 total. It works out to be less than a cup of coffee a day and you get so much from it. I think it's an over $750 value for $49. We want to make spirituality and healing accessible. So the doors are now open for this $49. I hope to see you there. It is honestly, maybe I'm a bit biased, but each time such an amazing experience. The feedback and the reviews and the reaction of the souls within the program speak for themselves. So hope to see you there inside of Aura Elevation 2024 round three. Let's ground your magic. Welcome to the Goddess Journals. I'm your host, Maggie Pugh, tarot reader, spiritual coach, past life regression practitioner, and your personal spiritual hype girl. I'm here to help you break down your walls and practice the radical vulnerability you need to get to know your soul at its very core. This podcast will give you the guidance to change your fear into power and take those first steps on your ultimate journey to soul transformation. So take a deep breath and let's get mystical. So like I was saying in the intro there, these are just some easy, spiritual, witchy things that you can do day to day or whenever you're feeling like it that can help you tap into that spirituality even when you don't have a lot of energy, when you're not feeling at your best energetically, physically, whatever, or maybe you just don't feel like you have a lot of time for spirituality. And these are some quick little everyday things that you can do to really help to bring a little bit more magic into your life, bring a little bit more witchiness and spirituality. So let's just jump right into them. I have five today and the very first one is just going to be an energy check-in. So my favorite way to check in with my energy to see maybe where I need to put a little bit more attention, to see sort of where I should be focusing my spiritual routines, focusing my spiritual healing moving forwards right now is to check in with my chakras. And all you need for this is a pendulum. You can get pendulums from anywhere from about 10 to $20 at most crystal shops. They're a little crystal that come to usually a point and they're hanging on a chain, a string, or something like that. The whole point of a pendulum is to hold the string and it moves on its own. So people use it to say yes or no. It doesn't actually work off spirits like a lot of people believe. It actually just works off of the energy of the person using it. So usually this is, okay, 
how do I work with my subconscious mind? How can I see how I really feel about this situation? That's how I use my pendulum anyways, to kind of check in with my energy. So you can do this for subconscious work. You can do this to check in with how much energy do I have today and allow it to spin in the bigger circle that it spins, the more energy you have. But I personally love to use my pendulum to check my chakras. So you can have, you can do this for someone by getting them to lie down and holding the chakra over each point, or you can look at yourself in a mirror and hold out in front of you your pendulum at each of the chakras in your body. So the root down at your tailbone, sacral, lower abdomen, solar, upper abdomen, heart, where your heart is, chest, uh, chest area, the throat chakra in front of your throat, third eye, forehead, and then top of your head for the crown. So what I do is I take the pendulum and I hold it by these places and see, okay, is it circling really small? That means that maybe it's a little, a little underactive. Is it back and forth? Usually back and forth is blocked. That doesn't mean that your chakra is totally blocked, but it could mean that there are some heavy blocks in there right now that need your attention. If it's just like a normal circle, I'm like, okay, that, that chakra is doing good. That's healthy. I don't need to look at it. Or if it's really, really going, maybe that means there's an overactive chakra. Maybe that means you should look at the ones underneath and see, okay, why is my heart chakra, for example, not getting the energy it needs? Where am I depriving the chakra of energy or where are the energy centers below it holding on to that energy? So that this makes it so that when I give it energy, it does not want to give it up. It becomes overactive. So it's just a good time to check in. If you can do it maybe as a routine, once a month, once a week, every day, whatever you feel you need, every quarter, every zodiac season, whatever. It's a great way to just really check in with your energy and all it takes is a pendulum. You can just hold it in front. And I love doing this for friends. I think it is such a interesting thing just to be like, okay, lie down. Let's see the energy of your chakras. Maybe then you pull out some crystals. They can do a little meditation, little spa activity at your home. It's a really, really fun one and it doesn't take much time and it's really easy. Okay, my next one is intuitive walks or intuition strengthening walks. So this feels really, really easy because it is. You want to do these small intuitive activities to really build that intuition muscle because it is a muscle. So you can't just do heavy lifting like channeling or mediumship or clairvoyance when you haven't, you know, been going to the intuitive gym. It's like you can't just go to the gym and expect to pick up like 400 pounds. (laughs) That would never, ever work. You'd be like, this is not happening. I'm not a bodybuilder. Why did I think I could do this? And it's the same thing. Your intuitive muscle, if it's not strong, you might not be able to do all of these big things that you want to do with your intuition, like mediumship, psychic abilities, whatever, because you don't trust that muscle. It's not strong enough to carry you. And so doing something like intuitive walks is something that you can just do every day. And if you already go on walks, if you already like to get outside, this can come really natural to you. And it's basically just tuning into your intuition and intuitively choosing which way to go, you know, straight, right, left, whatever, listening to your intuition and saying, okay, intuition, which way should I go? And when you do this, when you pick, say you go left and you see a really cute animal or a beautiful flower or just something that's 
even just small, but beautiful, I want you to thank yourself, thank your intuition, say, wow, if I hadn't gone this way, I wouldn't have seen that. And it seems so simple, but listening to your intuition on something small that you can trust and then reaffirming that, yes, this was an amazing decision. This was a great decision. I did see something good. A small thing of good did come out of this starts to build it so that you can do that heavier intuitive lifting. This can also double as sort of surrender walks or surrendering to the universe and trusting the universe and strengthening that sort of trust by doing the same thing, but flipping a coin or just bringing your phone and asking Siri, do I go left or right? Do I go left, right, or straight? Or just saying, hey, Siri, heads or tails? Oh, when I said that, my Siri literally turned on. (laughs) But asking Siri, heads or tails, asking one, two, or three, and picking which way that is. And just trusting the universe to guide you is an amazing way to embody spirituality on something as easy and small as a walk around your neighborhood. Now, the next one is an amazing one to do if you are busy, if you don't have a lot of time, and it's about cleansing and cleaning your space. So you can do a smoke cleanse, you can do a sound cleanse if you have a little bit more time. Sound cleanses for beginners to spirituality are so amazing. I think people see smoke cleanses and they can get a little stressed out or a little bit like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. A sound cleanse could be looking up singing bowls online for clearing and cleansing, but it can also be you just picking songs that make you feel relaxed and at ease and then songs that make you feel happy. And that sound itself will cleanse and energize the space. Now, when you do this, make sure that you open the window so that the bad energy, the more negative energy does have somewhere to go. You don't want it just cleansing and bouncing around your house. Usually I like to open my front door, open my back door. Where I live right now, I don't have a front and back door. So if you want to open one door and open a window, or if you want to open windows on either side of your home, that also works. Just making sure it has two entrance exit points so that new energy can come in, old energy can leave. And if you're super, super busy and you feel like you don't have time to do this, you can do this while you're cleaning. If you're cleaning your room for five minutes, if you're cleaning your house for 10 minutes, or if you're like, okay, Saturday, I got to clean my house, put on this playlist, put on this music, put a sound bath. Literally, you can just put sound bath for cleansing onto YouTube and it'll come up. So just put this energy, put this sound on and cleanse your space wash your doorways with moon water, new moon water to cleanse, full moon water to energize. So you can put that in a spray bottle and you can clean and wash your doorways with that, wash your counters with that, whatever it is, mixing it in with maybe your little eco-friendly cleaner or whatever it is. If you are like, oh my gosh, I don't have the time to know what the moon is doing, you can do sun water and it can refresh and energize your space by literally just intentionally setting a bowl of water or spray bottle of water out on the windowsill in the sun and letting it absorb it. And then something that takes 0.2 seconds that you can add into your cleaning ritual, into your cleansing ritual, is taking a little pinch of cinnamon and going and standing outside your front door and blowing it in your door. If you live with roommates, you can do that in your front room, or you can even do it into your bedroom. And it's literally just taking a pinch of cinnamon and blowing it through your door to welcome in prosperity and abundance into that space. Don't sweep it up right away. Honestly, it's such a small amount of 
cinnamon that you shouldn't even have to worry about cleaning it up because you won't even see it, but you don't want to welcome it in and then brush it right out. So leave it for a day or two, let it sit in. If you have animals, obviously clean it up, but it really, it really should not be enough to really make a difference. So welcome that prosperity and abundance in. That's a witchcraft tip. Witches and home and hearth witches have been using blowing cinnamon through the door for so, so, so long. It gets really popular around the new year. People saying you have to do it on New Year's Day, but you can just do it at any time that you want to welcome that in. You could do it every day if you wanted to, and it's just a really simple and quick way to get a little bit more spiritual, be a bit more intentional, and be a little witchy. Now, number four is a ritual that I adore and I would do with my group spiritual ritual program, the Cosmic Goddess Circle Girls last year, which I don't know, maybe I'll run again soon because that was really, 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 really fun. But it is putting honey in your tea ritual. You could do this with your coffee and honey, coffee and maple syrup, whatever, but honey really, really is so magical, so healing. It is one of the most magical ingredients you can use even as a kitchen witch. And all this is, is you make your tea and you take a spoonful of honey and as you stir it in and you want to stir clockwise because that is affirming things, that's magnetizing things, that's bringing in positive energy. As you stir it clockwise, say one affirmation or say a bunch of affirmations. Do a little almost... EFT, if you could listen to an EFT and just circle it in to your tea, but I just like to circle it into my tea, say maybe my three affirmations, like three or four, five times, and then I do a little smoke cleanse with the tea fume, so blowing that into your face, washing it over your mind, body, spirit, saying your affirmations, and then sipping your tea, drinking your tea, and between each sip, saying your affirmations. And even if you don't do all of these, even if you just do one, even if you just do a smoke cleanse with your tea and honey, even if you just say your affirmations every time before you sip, or even if it's just saying aloud or thinking your affirmations as you stir in your honey, this can be a really amazing way to infuse your energy through that tea, through that honey, through your words with the power of those affirmations. I love this one. I think it can so easily become a ritual if you are a coffee drinker, if you are a tea drinker. If you have multiple cups a day, I can guarantee there's one that you can put a little bit of honey into and you can say your affirmations. And then last, but certainly not least, I actually wrote this one first, but right before I started reading them all out to you, I went, but that's my favorite one. That's the best one in my opinion. So even though it's written first, I'm going to say it last. (laughs) And this is my tried and true, my favorite spiritual ritual, my water bowl ritual the water bowl ritual or water cup ritual. So basically with this, this can be used for so many things, but I used it originally to get over this sense of being perceived in public. I always felt like I'd be walking down the street and trying to like make my breath really quiet, or I was so self-conscious of people looking at me and what were they thinking and blah, 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 blah. And Then I thought to myself one day, why do I care? (laughs) I will probably never see this person. I do not know this person. I don't know their name. You could put them in a lineup and I could probably not tell you who I saw walking down the street today. 
Uh, maybe I have a really good memory, but <laughs> still you could show them to me a year later and be like, which of these people have you seen on the streets? I might not know. And so why do I care? Why do I care what the person sitting on the train thinks of me? Why do I care? And so I really wanted to get over this and a ritual that I use that you can use for this and you can use for any, any sort of energy leakage where you notice your energy going towards someone or something that you do not think A deserves your energy, needs your energy, or you just think that is a useless leak. Why do I have energy going towards this subject, this person, this situation, this thing? And this is how you can start to work with that, start to shift that and change it. It's magical in aspects, but also very just mindset based. But basically you take a bowl or a cup of water in the morning and you set it somewhere intentionally. And ideally you let people know so that (laughs) it doesn't get touched because I've done this before and not told my boyfriend and we live together and he (laughs) poured it out and washed the dish. And I'm like, where's my magic water? (laughs) So put it somewhere with intention, somewhere that you know you can easily picture in your mind. Then go about your day. And when you encounter these situations where you feel your energy going towards this thing that you don't want it to, catch it. So this can be you literally like making a hand motion at your side, closing your eyes and picturing it, or just picturing it with your mind's eye if you don't want to be that crazy lady standing at a cafe with her eyes closed being like, I'm sending my energy back. (laughs) So picture that energy, picture it as maybe a beam of light, as a feeling, whatever, and watch as it turns away from this thing, away from this being perceived, for example, and send it to that bowl of water, allow it to plop down into that bowl of water. And every time this happens to you throughout your day, send that energy to the bowl of water. Because if we try to just grab it back, send it back to ourself, we're not used to having that energy. So it can feel very, very overwhelming. Sometimes it can feel a little bit like it's too much. Like you don't know what to do with it and you start to get overwhelmed, you start to get frazzled. So instead we send it to this bowl of water. Then at the end of your day, you take that bowl of water and you ask, what do I need right now? If you were really stressed and all over the place and frazzled that day, maybe you need to ground your energy. So go outside and pour it in the earth. If you felt very perceived, maybe you need to wash your face. If you feel depleted, maybe you need to replenish your energy by taking that energy back for yourself and drinking it. Maybe if you feel really heavy and like everything was just too much and you need a cleanse, you take that energy and you wash your hands or you pour it over your head, you get a little silly. Maybe you feel as if nothing you create is ever good enough. Like you can't do what you need to do. Water a plant with it and watch something else grow from it. What is it that you need to do with that excess energy that is going to serve you at your most highest good, at your highest self? What is going to help your energy? And that's what you do with this bowl of water. And eventually you'll find that you just start naturally sending the water there. And when you do, start to send it back to yourself instead. And then once you heal that, you can use that water for a new intention, for a new form of healing. But you'll get into the routine of always putting out a glass of water, a bowl of water, and it becomes a really easy thing that you do every single day that helps with your energy. So those are all my spiritual 
easy tips, my spiritual for beginners tip or spiritual for the busy working gal. (laughs) But these are all small, mundane, easy things to help you get in touch with your soul when you don't have the time, when you don't have the energy, because spirituality does not have to be big and complex and convoluted and confusing and overwhelming and take up all your time. That's literally against the point. Spirituality is supposed to align you with your energy. Yes, it can be hard when you have to face certain things, but it gets to heal you and make you better and make you happier and more just content and strong and stable within yourself. So it shouldn't be stressing you out. It shouldn't be something like, oh my God, I didn't do my 12-part spiritual morning routine and now I can't go on with my day. Like that should not be the case. It should not stress you out more. So these are easy things. These are some ways you can just tap into your soul and give yourself a little more fire. And if you are looking for that burst of energy, that next level, like I said earlier, come join us in Aura Elevation. I hope to see you there. But without further ado, I will talk to you next week. Let me know if you try any any of these out. Put it on your stories if you feel comfortable or just send me a DM. I would love to see that you're doing any of these recommendations. It would make my little old day. So tag me on Instagram, send me a DM. Let me know, are you trying these out for yourself? Which one are you going to try out for yourself? I really want to do, do the cinnamon one. I haven't done that in a while and my space really needs a cleanse, a clean. So I think I'm going to do that this week actually. So join me. Let's clean our spaces, cleanse our spaces and welcome in some prosperity together. And I'll see you next week for some more magical fun. All right. Love ya. Bye.